Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 86 of the Property Magic Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you the 10 do's and don'ts of buying property at auction. So we're going to cover the three reasons why sellers would sell a property at auction, why do investors buy at auction, the three different occasions that you can buy at auction, and obviously the do's and don'ts. So let's first of all start with the three reasons why someone would sell their property in auction. Well, the number one reason is the seller wants to sell the property quickly. You see, when you go to an auction, if you're the successful bidder, the day you bid, you exchange contracts on the property, and then you have 28 days to complete their transaction. So in theory, someone can put their property into the auction and get it sold very, very quickly. That's the number one reason why people sell their property in auction. Now, the second reason why they sell their property is because they want to get lots of competition, lots of people who want to buy their property, and they hope that the price is going to go up because someone will pay more than they should pay for the property. And that's one of the main reasons you don't really want to buy an auction is because often properties go for more than they're worth. And the third reason why people sell property in auction is because they want to dump or get rid of a property that might have some sort of problem. There might be some structural problem with it. There might be some problem with the tenants or some legal issue and they just want to get rid of it. And they hope they're going to sell it to someone who doesn't really know what they're doing and they're going to buy it by mistake. And that happens all the time. Very often you see the same property that was sold in auction come back into the auction a couple of months later when someone realizes they've made a mistake and bought a bad property. So why do investors go and buy at auction? Well, it's because they think they can get a deal. Often they see a property that needs work doing to it. They see a nice low guide price and they think they can get the property for a bargain. Now, this is the first mistake people make. They see this low guide price and they think they can buy the property for that price. Now, the owner sets a guide price deliberately low to attract investors. The more investors come in, the more chance there's going to be competition and the price is going to go up. However, there is a reserve price. And if the property doesn't reach the reserve price, which is higher than the guide price, then the property won't be sold. Now, there are some rules around this. The maximum reserve uh, can only be 10% more than the guide price. So in other words, let's say something's on a guide price of 100,000, the reserve should be no more than 110,000, i.e. 10% on top of the guide price. Um, but people think they're going to get it at the guide price. And sometimes people deliberately put a very low guide price in and they have a low reservation, hoping they're going to create some competition. Now, the second mistake people make when they're trying to buy property at auction is they get emotionally attached to the property and they keep on increasing the bid and they think, oh, I'll just pay just a little bit more and then someone else bids more, I'll just pay just a bit more and they keep on telling themselves and ultimately what happens is they end up paying more than they should for that particular property. I've seen properties sell in auction for a price that's higher than the property was previously on the market for. So if it was such a good property, they should have bought it before the auction when it was on with a normal estate agent. But maybe they didn't see that property. They've not done their proper research. And so they end up paying too much 
in the room on the day. Now that brings me to our next point. It's very important to do your research and conduct your due diligence. You want to make sure you understand what's the property worth right now in its current condition, how much you need to spend to improve that property, and then what the property is going to be worth once all the work's done. And you've got to make sure it's a good deal. And there'll be a price at which it is a good deal, but there'll be prices over which it doesn't really work. So you've got to really do your due diligence. Now, part of doing that due diligence is checking what's called the legal pack. So every property that goes into an auction, they're supposed to create a legal pack, which explains everything about the document and me about the property and means you can buy the property very, very quickly. Because remember, you have to complete within 28 days. So it's very important if you want to buy a property that you check the legal pack. And I, I actually, I'd recommend you get your solicitor to check the legal pack to make sure there's nothing onerous in there. In particular, look at the special conditions. And there are all sorts of things put into special conditions. It might say, for example, that the buyer, i.e. you, has to pick up all of the costs of the seller. Um, like their legal costs, the cost of putting an auction. And some unscrupulous auction companies also add a big fee, an extra fee, maybe £10,000 that you have to pay when you buy the property to the auction house. Now, that's not a very ethical practice, but unfortunately, it does happen. So you need to get your solicitor to check the legal pack for you. And work out What's the maximum price you can afford to pay on that property? And when the property reaches that maximum price, you have to be very disciplined to literally sit on your hands and make sure you don't bid because above that maximum price that you've set, it's no longer a good deal. And the problem is emotions get the better of you and people think, oh, I don't want to lose out on this property. You might have spent money with your solicitor looking at the legal pack. You might have even done a survey on the property thinking you're going to buy this cheap property. And it just goes up a little bit more than you're prepared to spend. So it's so important to make sure you stick to the price and don't go over the, the maximum that you pay. Now, on the day of the auction, they will also issue an addendum. Now, you must also check that because some things might have been changed or added in. And often people don't realize that and they miss out. It's a big mistake people make. Now, if you're going to buy a particular property or, or bid on a particular property, it's also a really good idea to make sure you visually check that property on the day of the auction to make sure it's okay. Now, often you won't be able to get inside the property, but you should do a visual check outside to make sure it's okay. Now, the reason is occasionally accidents happen and I've heard of sometimes properties having fires and they get significantly damaged. And there's rumors that sometimes people might create those fires to put other people off bidding on the property but yet some people who've not checked the condition of the property on the day they assume it's okay like when they looked at it a week ago when they did an inspection and they don't realize there's a problem and they then go and bid on this property they buy it and they get a real shock when they realize there's been a fire there with loads of damage caused so always check the property on the day of the auction if you're going to bid you also need to make sure you get insurance put in place because the day you bid, the hammer goes down, you exchange contracts that day. Now, once you've exchanged contracts, you are committed to buy. You know, if you pulled out the sale, you would lose your deposit, which is typically 10% paid on the day of, of uh, exchange. And also, if the owner had to go and sell that property and they sold it at a loss, 
theoretically, they could come back and sue you for the difference. So you've got to be very careful when you bid on a property, you need to make sure you are progressible, you need to make sure you can move forward and do it within the required timescale. Now, because you've exchanged, because you're committed, you want to make sure you get the relevant insurance in place to ensure the building. Now, don't try and go for the cheapest insurance. Um, that's a big mistake. You want to make sure the insurance is fit for purpose and the insurance company are very aware that this is currently an empty property. It's one you're buying in auction. There are risks associated with that and make sure you get the correct insurance in place to make sure you're covered. Now, I've talked about buying in the room on the day, but actually that's probably the worst time to buy an auction property. There are actually three occasions when you can buy. Of course, there's in the room on the day, which is what most people do, but you can also buy before the auction. If you see a property you like, there's nothing to stop you putting in an offer before the auction to the owner. If the owner accepts it, they'll often want you to exchange contracts before the auction day, and they'll want you to complete in auction terms. In other words, they want you to complete within 28 days. Now, the reason they want you to exchange before the auction is because sometimes people say, oh yes, I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna buy it. They mess around, they then miss the auction, and then the buyer pulls out. And then that means the seller has to wait to the next auction, which is a couple of months away. So instead, they'll make sure you exchange contracts on the day of the auction, um, sorry, before the auction, so before the day of the auction to make sure that you have to complete within the 28 days. So just be aware of that. Um, but that can work well. But I believe the very best time to buy an auction property is after the auction if no one has bought the property. If the property has not reached the minimum reserve price, then it won't be sold on the day. Now imagine if you're the seller of that property. You are hoping to get rid of this property, to get it done really quickly, to get lots of competition, people coming in, but unfortunately, no one actually buys the property. Well, in that situation, you're gonna be pretty motivated. So approaching the auctioneer and approaching the seller after the auction, if it hasn't sold, is a great way to get deals. Unfortunately, more and more people are aware of this, so there might be competition. You need to convince the auctioneer and the seller that you could move very, very quickly. And then um, what you should always do is make sure you follow up because sometimes properties don't sell. And also if it, if it hasn't sold and there's not enough interest, you know, you might make a low offer to the owner straight after the auction. Uh, they might reject that, but don't worry, just follow up more time. They will become more motivated. And finally, let's talk about finance. Now, it's very unlikely you will be able to get a normal mortgage arranged in the time in which you need to complete, i.e. 28 days. They just won't be quick enough. And also maybe the condition of the property means you wouldn't get a normal mortgage anyway. So you have a choice. You can either be a cash buyer where you're using your money or private investor money or joint venture money, or you can use bridging, which is a particular type of finance. It's quite expensive. It's more than a normal mortgage, but it's very, very fast. And they will lend on properties that a normal mortgage company may not lend on. So you can go to a bridging company or you can go to crowdproperty.com, which is one of my businesses, who will help you with this. Now, by the way, it's always good to speak to the bridging company or crowd property before you go to the auction to let them know there's a potential you might want to buy this property. And you can save time by getting certain things set up in advance. So just a quick summary of these 10 points, these do's and don'ts. First of all, don't think you're going to be able to buy at a low guide price. It's going to go for more than that. Don't get emotionally attached and end up paying more for the property than you should pay. 
do follow up on properties that don't sell in the auction. Do make sure you do your research and your due diligence. And part of that is do make sure you check the legal pack and in particular, the special conditions. Also, do make sure you check the addendum on the auction day. Do check the condition of the property on the auction day to make sure there haven't been any fires. Uh, do set yourself a maximum price to which you're prepared to go up to. And if it goes over that, sit on your hands. Number nine, do get insurance in place as soon as you exchange contracts. And number 10, do get the finance lined up so you can complete in time. So I hope that's been useful. My personal view is that auctions are probably not the best place to go and buy properties because you're competing with all those other people. Much better to go direct to vendor when there's only one or two people maybe interested in that particular property because it's off market. So my general view is auctions may not be the best place. I'm not saying you can't get deals. Some of my students have got good deals at auctions, but just be very careful. And hopefully if you follow these 10 do's and don'ts, you're going to be more successful if you do want to buy at auction. So that's it for this month. If you've gained value, I've got a recommendation also request. The recommendation is you subscribe to make sure you get this podcast every single Tuesday morning. And my request is if you've enjoyed it, please leave a five star review. You can do that by scrolling down to the bottom of the episode and it says write a review. Please leave a five star review and say why you've enjoyed this podcast. If you do that, more people get to see and hear about the podcast and they can also benefit. So I really appreciate you doing that. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.